Man, little TMT going on tonight. I got to get this thing shared. What's going on, Facebook Live? Woo! What's going on, guys? Welcome to an episode of The Way In. I'm your host, Scott Butcher. Uh, crap, it's been a long... It feels like it's been forever. It's been two weeks. Like, I wasn't here last week. I took a little vacation. Don't hate on me. Let me cut ACDC down in the background. They're blowing out some dynamite in the background. Um uh we're gonna do things a little bit different tonight guys on the way in we're gonna weigh in with a couple of guys uh talking about uh mlf and flw so if you guys are just tuning in stick around this is gonna be a great show i've got a couple of hammers um in the green room and we're gonna have some conversation with them about what's going on in fishing not just in kayak fishing but what's going on um all over the all over social media right now is the mlf flw consumption and uh, so we're going to talk to some of these guys and and get some opinions, get some feedback. I want some of your thoughts, some of your feedback, and let us know what's going on there. So uh, buckle up, Buttercup, because it's fixing to be a hell of a show. Uh, welcome to the weigh-in, guys. I'm your host, Scott Butcher, and we're going to do this thing right. So uh, Brian, TJ, Jody Queen is going on. Uh, what's going on, guys? Brian Chiller's in, Todd Patrick, Barry Davis um what's going on buddy barry says how was the beach bro the beach was phenomenal man i spent a couple days down we went the entire summer and skipped spring break and everything else and didn't do no vacations no time away with the kids i'm i'm a self-proclaimed workaholic and uh and so we um we had the opportunity it was still hot as crap down here in georgia and so we loaded up and took off to the beach um with some with some with some friends of ours and uh, I did my best to unplug um, as as best I could, but did a little bit of work and got some things done. But it's been really, really good. So um, so thanks so much. Uh, it, it's been really nice. Jody Queen, bro, what's going on, man? Are you up north? Are you fishing this uh, this tournament this weekend in lacrosse? Um, a couple things I want to go through uh, before we get into business here with these guys and we bring these two these two hammers up from the green room and talk with them a little bit. Um, I want to do a little bit of shouting out and actually we'll do this, um, uh, with one of the guys, uh, as a matter of fact, we don't have to wait guys. Let's just do that. Right. So in the green room, I've got, uh, uh, Clint Henderson. I mean the, the, maybe the only ever FLW KBF champ. We're going to talk about that a little bit, but he's in the green room tonight as well as Mr. Corey Dreyer. Um, and so let's not waste any time. I'll bring these guys on and we'll do announcements and do some talking and let these guys kind of kick in on that too. Let's be honest. Y'all don't want to just see me. There's no point in putting these guys in the green room, leaving them waiting. So let's bring on Mr. Clint Henderson and Mr. Corey Dreyer. And let's, uh, let's have some conversation with these guys and, uh, and see what we can get popping off. What's going on, fellas? What's going on? Clint, man, how you been, bro? Good, good. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, Corey, how are you, sir? I'm doing great, man. Hope you are doing well, doing well. Now, both of you guys appear to be at home or somewhere close to hometown, which means neither one of you two champs are in lacrosse right now, right? I am not. Are you making a last minute run or you guys, this isn't, this is an event you guys are going to miss out on. No, unfortunately I'm going to have to miss out on this one due to work um, and family stuff. So we have a trip this weekend with the kids and uh, our neighbors. So, 
that uh, that came first. And, you know, like we've always said, family's first and, uh, you know, work um, as well. So unfortunately, I'm going to have to miss it. It feels to me like that's a lie. Like y'all are probably working on the pool, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, family first. Out. We got to put a pool in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm just I'm just out there supervising, you know. I got you. I got you. Uh, Clint, man, uh, what's 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 going on with you right now? I know y'all are busy at work, right? Yeah, work. We're we're in an outage right now, and uh, so not many off days right now. I got you. I got you. Well, you guys stick with me. I'm going to run through a couple of notes here. I got a couple of things that are kind of talking. And if you guys want to weigh in on something, absolutely chime in. And then we're going to get into the meat and potatoes of the show tonight, which is the MLF uh, FLW merger. Um, but before we get into all that, um, we had three different state championships across the country this weekend. Um, one of them uh, was the Lone Star Throwdown. Now, this is obviously in Texas, uh, the Lone Star State, but uh, there's a bunch, there's a huge, uh, kayak fishing following down in texas um uh, matthew scotch uh ended up just continuing his reign of domination in that area this weekend and and of course not only did he win uh the state championship this weekend down there but he led his team they run six different regions a north south east west i think southeast or northwest some of one of those they've got six different regions that they've got texas broken in in and uh and he not only won himself but he led uh he led his team, uh, I believe it's uh, multiple guys, that their best five fish for that same weekend tournament uh, get bragging rights as a collective. And so the North uh, won in Texas with Matthew Scotch leading that. So big shout out to Matt Scotch. That man's on fire. I, I personally have him in my own mind in rankings as the number one guy in the sport right now. He's just the hottest stick. Uh, I think the dude has won uh, four four of the six or five of the five of the seven, something like that. He's, he's, he's literally won the other two tournaments. I believe he came in uh, that he didn't win. I think he was third or fourth and then like ninth or something like that. So he's literally been top 10 and, and number one in almost every single tournament he's entered this weekend, this week. Now I do know that he's in lacrosse this weekend. Now he's a big Texas guy, Corey. I mean, let me ask you this. Like, He's he's a hot stick in Texas, but Scotch has got a little bit of outside of Texas. He he, I, he is he is he as well proven outside of the state as he is inside the state. Absolutely, Scotch or uh, Matt. I'm sorry, Matt Scotch is a hammer. So you know, I fished against him for many years. Um, he does well everywhere. So um, I anticipate to see him up at the top. You know, top five, uh, if not win it. So, well, he'll definitely be one to be watching out for. So all of you guys up there, I know that the river conditions right now, I've heard some, I've, I've talked to a couple of guys, some guys have said that, that they feel like it's a week or two too late in the season to be up there for the, for the, for the river and for the water to be really showing out. But if anybody's going to find fish, this, this collective of guys that's up there this weekend are definitely going to find fish. So, uh, now one of you guys have got one of y'all's kicking that on the feedback y'all cut that y'all cut that feed because you're kicking into it there kicking into it jody miss Jean wilson's in the crowd here a couple things uh you guys if you don't mind when you if you guys are tuning in and watching y'all drop in a comment let us know where you're watching from and then you guys can go in and smash that share button and let everybody know that we're on tonight on the way and having conversations with uh with the champ clint anderson and mr Corey uh dryer himself having some conversations about what's going on now, Clint, you are actually not at home right now. You are actually sitting uh, in a champion's house yourself. Uh, you're in Mr. Jason Alford's house, and uh, I think Jason's there. We'll let him come in if he's got an opportunity to. But Jason, 
uh, just won the state championship for Georgia, correct? That's right. So, I mean, big uh, congratulations uh, there. Do what? He was close. He only won it by 11 inches. He only won it by – that's a whole fish. Like, for me, that's an entire fish. So, that's that's incredible. 11 inches. And now, they did a two-day tournament. They did a day on flat water and a day on the river, right? Isn't right. that how that broke down was? Yeah. Uh, it, they planned to do it that way uh, three years of it. But um, one year – what happened that one year? Hey, yeah, hurricane. hurricane came through. And so yeah. – uh, they just shortened the day and said you could fish either one you want to to keep it fair, you know, for people to free fish the river. Yeah. And the lake. And, uh, hey, hey, Scott, sorry to interrupt you, dude. Um, I'm not getting any audio from Clint. Uh, nothing through your headset either. No, I can hear you, but I can't hear Clint. Okay, let me see. I'll I'll make some adjustments. Go ahead, Clint. Oh, he blocked me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, Clint said you blocked him, Corey. I don't think that's the case at all. I uh, let me. I'm gonna play with some audio settings here. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm gonna, let me play with some audio settings here and see if we can make that feedback in. So let me see what I can do there. Um, you're gonna you're gonna be experiencing a delay regardless, Corey. If you're trying to hear him on the live feed, you're gonna be getting a delay in that anyway because there's about a 45 second delay from what we're having conversations about to what's actually piping to you on Facebook. So if you're trying to listen to both, it's going to get confusing quickly. I'll do my best to relay both of you guys what we need to relay. I don't know why that confusion is. Let me see if I can work on that. Um, Clint, what was the, uh, uh, I mean, 11 inches. I mean, that's a huge win. Uh, Georgia always has a good, a good round of guys coming into these state championships. Alfred, don't be shy, buddy. Come on in here, man. Real shy. So, congratulations, Georgia State champion right there, guys. Mr. Jason Alford, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Hey, how's it going? Good to see you again. Doing well, man. Doing well. Hope uh, hope you're doing well. Congratulations on the win. I mean, tell us – I mean, give us give us the brief synopsis of, of, of what your weekend went down like. West Point Lake was tough. Everybody knew it was going to be tough. My goal was 70 inches, and I had 70 inches in the first hour and made a two-hour drive and took a big gamble and called three fish in the last 30 minutes. So got 76 and a quarter for day one, and that put me in second behind Will. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. In day one, you had 70 inches. You got out and went two hours? Correct. <laughs> you left fish? Like, they always talk about, wait a minute now. This is, this is my rookie mistake. I'm drooling over here. So you left fish to go find more fish. I yeah. didn't get late after 8.59 in the morning. And so at 11 that morning, I left. And, and drove two out. hours. Well, I drove to one ramp that I hadn't checked out before because I was going to try to drop in on the river. And they had dropped the water so much, there was no water at that ramp. So then I had to go to a backup plan and go way around the – Wait, so guys you guys want to know the differences in what makes champions guys that make decisions like that that pay off a huge gamble swinging for the fences but absolutely crushed it bro congratulations man that's huge um uh, yeah just what a phenomenal phenomenal opportunity dude i i'd love to i know that you know the tonight show is going to be a little bit about you know flw and mlf but uh maybe next week or the week after bro i'd love to get you on i'm actually going to hope to have a show with you and scotch and then Mr. Russ Snyder's uh, won the the Cass State Championship up in Tennessee. Uh, he's a local Nashville guy. I believe he's from the West Coast originally, 
but I think he's been in Nashville. He's been a hammer up there all season long. And so big shout out to Russ Schneider's, uh, the cast championship that, uh, that our good buddy, Steve Owens, uh, if you, you know, uh, Steve, Steve, uh, tournament, tournament directs a ton for KBF. And, uh, you know, he's one of the best TDs in the, in the game. And, uh, he, uh, he, he led that thing off this weekend up in Tennessee. And, uh, and again, a big shout out to Russ Snyder's. He did a phenomenal job there, uh, taking first place there. So, um, with that guys, this weekend is the KBF trail series championship on lacrosse, Wisconsin, the 18th and 19th. You guys give me your picks. Hang on a minute. Bring Jason back in. I want Jason's picks too. Pick, pick, pick three. Give me, I want three names that you think could be in that first, that, that, that number one spot, Jason, what are your three? Well, considering that I've been in Louisiana and then camping for the state championship, I have no clue who's even in it. So I got you. I know I was qualified and there's no chance I was going to be able to make it. So I got you. I got you. Uh, Clint, I mean, you, you, uh, you, you know, you talk to anybody, you know, anybody that's up there, you got any, any, any dark horses? And I don't know anybody from this area that's going to make it, uh, but that's close to uh, Siddiqui's stomping grounds. He'd probably be my favorite. Yeah, Siddiqui's up there for sure. I talked to him a little while ago. Uh, he's he's up there. I think they're coming on. They're doing a show tonight with uh, with Paddling Fan on their podcast. So that'll be interesting. Corey, who do you, who 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 you got picking? You still going to run with Scotch? Uh. Scotch is definitely up there. I would say my top three is going to be Eric Siddiqui, Jody Queen, and Matt Ball. I think those three guys, you know, you can't go wrong with those three. Um, they have very, some very experience up there. So I, I would say those those top those three. Um, and, and definitely, you know, I'm not counting Matt out, but, you know, Matt definitely in the top ten, if not the top five. So No, I got you. So, will you guys comment in the comment section down here like Todd Patrick just did? Todd Patrick threw up Siddiqui, Scotch, and Mel Ash, who Mel Ash is one of those He's guys that's kind of a sleeper. He's a hammer, man. That dude's that dude's on fire on every body of water he touches. So, um, uh, all right, guys, if you guys are just tuning in, welcome to your to, welcome to the weigh-in presented by <clears throat> Fish USA. I'm your host, Scott Butcher. We're on tonight with Mr. Clint Henderson and Mr. Corey Dreyer. Mr. Jason Alford stepped in and had some conversation with us this uh, a little bit because of his state championship win this weekend and because he's letting us use his home or letting Clinton them use his home. Uh, uh, that whole little, if you guys aren't familiar, that whole little bubble of Rome, Georgia, is just a kayak fishing mecca. And if you guys haven't noticed, there's just hammer and hammer and hammer coming out of that out of that spot. I think I'm going to need to move north a little bit. Corey, you need to fill that pool in, bro, and come south a little bit, bro. We'll meet everybody in Rome. Let's do it. But uh, so the big news, guys, we're going to transition into the topic here a little bit for tonight. And the topic tonight is going to be FLW. MLF and that merger. Um, and so I've got some conversation starters, some questions I want to kind of have. If you guys are tuning in and, uh, and you got thoughts and comments or questions that you guys want to hear us weigh in on, uh, absolutely check, uh, drop comments in the comment section here and, and let us know what you guys are thinking. So uh, first things first, uh, Clint, I, I mean, as the reigning and, and as the reigning FLW KBF Cup champion, um, I, I mean, what, what was your initial impact? I mean, have you heard some of the rumors and stuff that have been running around about this or when they announced it? I mean, what, what was your, what was your initial thought process? Yeah, I've been hearing the rumors. Um, I guess it, uh, maybe a little sad at first because realizing that maybe that was the only one, but you know, then like we talked about earlier, I made a joke with my friends that I was going to be changing my title from the 
the first ever FLW KBF kayak cup champion to the one and only <laughs> KBF kayak cup champion. That still sounds pretty good. That still yeah. sounds really good. You're right. I mean, if, you know, if that event doesn't happen next year, that you know, I'm, I'm going to miss that because it was awesome. I hope we can do something else like it. I got you. I got you. Corey, I mean, what was, what was your first thought process, man? I know you had heard rumors. You're tied in the community and both the bass and both the boat and the kayak space. I mean, I mean, what was your initial thoughts, bro? Uh, honestly, I'm excited about it. Um, you know, as far as uh, not having a uh, FLW Cup with the KBF, uh, you know, I'm kind of bummed about that. You know, it was a really great event. Um, you know, I was looking forward to qualifying again and going to do that. But Overall, I'm pretty excited about the changes. Um, I like the format that, uh, you know, the Bass Pro Tour does um, in MLF. Uh, you know, a lot of people out there don't like it um, and think it's a dink fest. But, you know, we can talk about that later. I, I just I don't see it that way at all. But uh, well, let's not wait till later. Let's dive into that right now, as a matter of fact. So so if you got if for some crazy reason you guys are listening to this podcast or watching this show and you don't know what MLF and what's going on. Uh, a little over a year now ago, MLF came in. They had been a, they had been a feature in the sport um, as a as a as a phenomenal television show and networking show. Um, but essentially, they sent invitations out to eighty of the best sticks in the in the world. Um, invited them to basically start a new format to kind of break away from bass and do their own thing. They had their first full season. We've had several different guys on the show, several different MLF pros. Um, and uh, those shows are now coming into a television series, which just la- which just launched their first episode this past Saturday um, on Discovery Channel and it had phenomenal ratings with it. It was the one um, with, uh, oh, my mind just went blank. Who won that? Uh, Lee won that. Jordan Lee won that. And so um, so they, they, they had that going on this weekend, uh, but they just announced their merger. MLF has, has gone away from the best five fish overall, which is a traditional weigh-in format, to where they weigh in every fish over a pound. And so that dink fest that you talked about, I mean, that has proven to not necessarily, and we're going to see a lot more. All we've seen right now with MLF is what's been live streamed and we know who wins, but everything is being done to to be a production for a television show, which is just now starting to see. So we don't really know. I mean, we know, but we, you know, who wins, who wins, but you don't know how that pans out and what, and what the ratings they're going to get there. So there's been some bigger fish caught. Clint, what do you expect? I mean, do you, I mean, are you one of those guys that you feel like this is a dink or do you think it should be best five or, I mean, what format do you stick with Clint? Uh, go big or go home. Go big or go home. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like Master Elite, you know, everybody's trying to get in the Century Club and, you know, 20, 25 pound sacks. That's just what I like. Well, now, uh, there's been some conversation, and I personally haven't done the math, but I've listened to some podcasts, and even on Bass Talk Live with Boyd Duckett this past weekend, the MLF founder, um, they were having conversations and talking about if you took the top five off of these MLF pros' uh, bags, for the, I mean, out, you know, out of these, they're still very much competing in the same type of demographic that they were. Um, you know, I, I, again, I haven't done the numbers on that and time will tell as, as the TV show goes and we can see all those real numbers start piling up. Um, but, uh, I mean, there's still some big fish being caught in MLF. I, I think what they've done is, I think it's a step in the right direction because it's a big, huge step in the right direction as far as fish care goes. Because, uh, you know, I, I used to fish some basketball tournaments and I hated that part of it because you see dead fish and, uh, had fish die on me myself and, 
that part of the tournament game is ugly and it needs to go away. So what what they've done there, I like. You know that they waited fish and put them back. That's uh that's big. Now, Corey, while he's talking about there, I mean, how much of an impact do you feel like that that has on the fisheries themselves? I mean, these fisheries are getting pounded, especially with the we're going to get into what the new format is going to be for for FLW guys. But I mean, how much do you think that really affects those fisheries and and those abilities? I mean, these guys are fishing on major lakes that not only get pounded on the from the national scale, but you know, you go to take a lake like Kentucky, Gunnersville, you know, lacrosse, you know, all of these major lakes. I mean, they've got you know tournaments every single weekend. Right. Yeah, I think that uh, you know the catch the catch and release format is uh, definitely good for the fisheries. Um, you know, I have to agree with Clint there. Um, you know, it's from the bass boat side of things, seeing the dead fish everywhere is, is awful. Um, I just, I, I'm still torn on the MLF thing, you know, as far as uh, people calling it a dink fest and whatnot. Um, I'd like to see the format change a little bit personally. I'd like to see, you know, your five biggest or say your 10 biggest um, because, you know, somebody can get on a school of fish and, uh, you know, one pounders and win the event. Yeah. That's the only bad thing. Um but no, as far as the fisheries, I think it's it's great for the fishery. I got you. I got you. All right, so I want to talk a little bit about some of some of of how this affects KBF. You guys have both, and we've all referenced that this may or may not be, uh, you know, a, a, a moving forward thing. KBF and FLW um, did two events this year and had announced a partnership. Um, you know, they were working together in synergy. Uh, you know, a lot before Irwin Jacobs passed away. And, uh, you know, rest in peace there for him and his family and all of those and everything that happened with that. But a lot of this deal with MLF was done prior to that and was already kind of all laid out. And they, you know, we kind of, you know, everybody had to kind of, you know, kind of reset and see what was going on. That's a major loss in FLW into the sport. Um, but they've done that. Boyd Duckett has come in and straight up said this past weekend, I mean, one of his quotes was to grow the sport, you have to include all levels of the sport. He talked about there being a plan for for MLF from the beginning to include everyone. This acquisition of FLW um, and, and, and getting into all of those different levels, we talk about growing that sport in this kayak community all the time. Clint, I mean, what what's your – give me some thoughts, give me some feedback, weigh in on that conversation. Uh, as far as growing the sport? Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, uh, you know, having that ability to kind of come in and just kind of essentially buy, you know, 60%, you know, I mean, if you really had to spend, I would say 60 or even 70% of, of, of the core sport, you know, it used to be, you know, the big three was FLW, Bass, and MLF is what it's been for this past year. Well, how does that work now? Because there's some FLW guys that I would put against almost any of those MLF guys. You know, I, I, you know, I would take John Cox. I would take Brian Latimer. I, I would put them against Jordan Lee and KVD every single day of the week. Right. So, but, you know, Boy Duckett has said it himself that that's going to be, you know, the FLW pros are going to be that feeder system. I, I mean, as, as a competitor, you can't speak for those guys, but you guys are both competitors. How, what kind of headspace does that put you in? Does it change anything for you? I mean, it sounds good. You know, I heard the part about, you know, grassroots and, Keeping connected there, you know, I think we try to do the same thing in kayak fishing, and uh, that's definitely important and have a, you know, stepping stone for people to, to move up by. 
and uh, have to earn their way into certain levels. That you know, it all makes sense. Well, Clint, you fish a lot of the local level stuff here in Georgia. I mean, how how what is the difference? What do you, I mean? Is there a big difference from going and fishing a uh, uh, you know a, a real crazy event versus going to fish a KBF event? Like, what are the differences there for you? Uh, the competition. I mean, that's why I like going and doing that stuff because, uh, not to say, I mean, like you pointed out, there's a bunch of really good fishermen here in Floyd County, but, uh, you know, we've all made each other better. And, uh, but I mean, the people that were getting named off a while ago, they're going to be going for the win up north this weekend, you know, knowing you're going and competing against the best in the nation, you know, that, that, that gets me fired up. <laughs> I, I like it. I like it a lot. That's a motivating factor for you, Corey. You're laughing, but I mean, I think you're filled with that same kind of fire, Corey. I mean, is, I mean, oh, yeah. he, he hitting the nail on the head there. What is it like for you? Absolutely, it's you know the competition is the biggest driver for me. Um, you know, the local level, we have some really, really good anglers in North Carolina, um, as you know. Um, you know, I've got Jamie Dennison right down the road. He's a, always a solid competitor. Um, you know, we have, uh, Carolina kayak anglers, we have queen city kayak bass fishing, which have a bunch of hammers down there. Um, but you know, getting out and, uh, traveling the country and, and fishing against these other guys. I mean, there's nothing like it. It's the competition. So it's what makes us better anglers. Um, you know, being at home, staying on the same lakes, you, you only get so good. You're good on those lakes, but being able to experience different waters and different conditions and things like that has definitely made me a better angler. That's incredible. Absolutely incredible. All right, guys, before we dive into this, let me do a little bit of housekeeping. If you guys are just tuning in, welcome to the weigh in presented by fish USA. I'm your host, Scott Butcher. We're here with Mr. Clint Henderson and Mr. Corey Dreyer having some conversation about FLW and MLF. If you guys are tuning in on a podcast, uh, definitely want to stick around for the rest of this conversation. If you guys are unfamiliar with fish USA, let me give you a little bit about them and about what they're doing. They are America's tackle shop. Uh, one of my favorite things about the, about what they guys what they do over there is they're constantly sending out some emails and giving out some coupon codes and different things like that. Uh, all of you guys know it's no big secret. I'm a big uh, Z-Man fan, and uh, this past Sunday night, I actually got in my inbox an email that said it's a flash sale, and there was 25% off of everything Z-Man on the website. I straight up went in and saved 50 bucks like that on some lures that I knew I was going to be using and going through 25% off. I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's huge. Um, you know, so I went in and spent 200 bucks. Don't tell the wife I saved 50. It feels like savings, right? Y'all don't tell the wife that, but, uh, you know, uh, it's, you know, shopping outside the box. Um, but fish USA does a phenomenal job, uh, with, with, with the, the amount of resources they're doing. They're pumping a lot of, uh, a lot of investment and a lot of time and energy into the kayak fishing space. And uh, so, you know, they're they've been a proud supporter of this show now and, and so many others. And so, uh, you know, big shout out to Fish USA. If you guys haven't been over there, go to fishusa.com and get signed up because uh, I'm telling you guys right now, I don't pay retail for anything anymore because if you wait and you got a little bit of patience, you don't need it right now. And you can stock up on lures like I do. And I know these boys keep, you know, uh, you know, our lure hoarders themselves. Um, so, you know, it's one of those things where you don't have to pay retail anymore because you can, uh, you can just kind of wait for that email to drop into your drop into your inbox and, uh, and snag a coupon code in a heartbeat. So, um, make sure you go to fishusa.com and sign up for that email because it's incredible. Um, all right guys. So I want to roll into, um, talking about FLW and MLF and the relationship in the kayak space that those guys have, I want to kind of shift gears a little bit guys and talk about vindication and validation. 
me personally, as a fan, and I'm the I'm by far I got nowhere near the amount of time and energy that you guys have in this. But as a fan of the sport, one of the things that I've loved is how you guys and the community watching and listening has has done this on their own. They've kind of almost been that we've kind of almost been that outlaw biker type of mentality of we'll just do it. We'll 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 rally everyone together. Uh, you know, we'll do what we're doing, you know, whether it's, you know, whether it's Chad over at KBF or whether it's the guys over at Hobie with 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 what those guys are doing over there with this new season or what just happened on Gunnersville um, with what Lambert and, and Owens and those guys put together with the native with the native tournament. Um, you know, it just it's we've we've done it on our own. Do I, that big stage that you stood on? I wasn't there, Clint. I mean, only you really know what that felt like. Do as a sport, as a community, do we need these guys for validation? It feels like we're always reaching out to get that validation from that community. Clint, I, I mean, I'd love to hear your thoughts and opinions, man, and have you weigh in on that. Uh, I mean, you, you already know I, I thoroughly enjoyed that weekend there. It was cool, but uh, it was amazing. Uh, do we need validation from them? I don't uh, I don't think so. I mean, uh, I think it'll get there without that. Uh, it may take longer than we want to, but I think it will get there. Uh, I think that's a quicker route, I guess, was to partner with them. I got you. Corey, I'm, I mean, you stood on the stage at Nickajack, right? I mean, right. I, I'm pretty sure I got a photo of your hard nipples and everything, actually, right? <laughs> So, 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 but I mean, you know, for you, I, you know, like I said, you know, that, that vindication validation, you know, do, 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 do you, are, are we craving that or as a community? I know that you can't speak for the community, but I mean, how much does that feed in? Do we want them to be a part of what we're doing or do we need them to be a part of what we're doing? I don't think we need the validation from them. I think the, the biggest thing is, is we need the stage, you know, like Clint said, um, it's a faster route to where we want to get um, and be um, because we have, they have the non-endemic sponsors. They see that we're serious when you're on the, the national stage with these, these anglers that are sponsored by, you know, banks, you, you know, you name it, things like that. Um, it's only going to help validate us, I guess, in a way um, and show that we're serious, you know, with Clint being up there, um, you know, on the stage that, you know, I heard from all kinds of people, you know, kayak, I, they had no was that big. Um, you know, I've had people reach out to me that, um, you know, that were in the Marines with me that really don't follow bass fishing and, and uh, I don't be in the Bassmaster Classic because they've seen some things with kayaks on TV. Um, you know, it's, I, I just think it's a really good stepping stone in a, in a, in a, in a place. So yes, I do think we need them. Um, we've always been that kind of outlaw group, but if we want this thing to, to grow even faster then we need their platform, um, now, that's kind of my take on it. I, this is all just conversation. Like nothing I'm spitting out here is facts, nothing like that. <laughs> this is the way in, this is just conversation, but I'm going to play devil's advocate to kind of, to kind of stir the pot here a little bit with both of you guys. Yeah. Um, you know, and Jody queen just commented and talked about, you know, having recognition, you know, it's talking about that's what we want, not validation having that recognition and, 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 and Jody, I completely agree with you. That was phenomenal. And like I said, it was only two trails and I know that FLW's they've got a bunch of different things going on. It's been a busy year, but we talk about that recognition 
And I mean, and right here in this issue of FLW Bass, um, I don't remember exactly what page it is. Clint, I'm sure you do. You probably got it. What page is it, Clint? 50. Page 50. All right. So see, I'd have found it eventually, but Clint already knew. So you go. So in all of this pages, guys, in all of these things here, this is 80 plus pages. I mean, and obviously, like, I get it. Like, I'm not saying that you deserve the cover. No disrespect here, whatever. But, you know, we've got Brian Thrift here. Brian Thrift here with, you know, with the FLW Cup, which is a huge opportunity. But if we're talking about recognition and and and, and vindication, uh, and 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 no disrespect, Clint, but I mean, this is the corner that you got. That was to, that was it. That that was the thing I'm that saying. got me. Nobody. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not trying to be disrespectful to the FLW I, or to you guys, but this. I mean, what kind of recognition is this? Honestly, I was pretty bummed out. I posted a picture on Facebook when I saw Clinton there, and you know, you may have seen the conversation. He's like, "Hey, yeah. I need to get a copy of that." Ended up being in the mail mail for him. But to be honest with you, I, the first thing I did was flip through the book to see Clint and Absolutely. to see what was written about KBF. And Absolutely. I was extremely bummed out, to be honest with you, that that was the only blip in the whole magazine. You know, they could have done a, a really well written article um, and talked this up, even if it was a page or two. You know, they usually have a kayak section. There's not even a kayak section in this in this in this issue in that yeah. in that issue. And uh, so that was kind of a in a sense, a slap in the face that we really didn't have the uh, recognition um, that we should have gotten. Um, you know, at the very least, they should have interviewed Clint and and had a, you know, question and answer type thing. Go ahead, Clint. You're, you're holding up at three, Clint. Tell us, what, what, are, you, what are you talking about I had three, there? I had three interviews with them. They got the uh, content. So, so again, you did three interviews. Now, I, now, again, I'm not being disrespectful to FLW. They did a phenomenal job. When we left Nick and Jack, I was literally in the parking lot after watching John Cox win up on Chickamauga um, right after uh, my, my, the Korgniskoski, my mind, I can't say his name, but the guy, the gentleman who won. Um, uh, who, yeah. Yeah. And so the guy, so with him winning, you got me all tongue tied. Now I can't say the name. <laughs> uh, we're not a professional show here, guys. My apologies. So, but anyway, so by the time we left that, I mean, they had an entire page up on the head cover of FLW. And FLW's website is a phenomenal website. But they had pictures, photos, like they were getting all that there. But again, since then, this is in this is in GON? What is this in, Clint? Yeah, GON a couple of years ago. So, oh, a couple of years ago. Well, that's got nothing to do with FLW. Like <laughs> now, now, now the champ is just taking the stage to talk about everything he's accomplished. So. <laughs> We'll sit back, Clint, and let you just talk about it. Just keep pulling out photos. So when we talk about that big stage and that presence, and I agree that 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 getting that pulling those companies in, I've said it since I came into the space, pulling in a Geico, an Aflac, a real tree, a Toyota, a Dodge, a, a you know, a, a you know, a fortune, you know, hundred or fortune five hundred company. That's that's I, I fully believe that's the next step. I don't know. And again, I'm open to conversation here. You guys weigh in. I don't know that that we need FLW or MLF to do that. I I, I do we get it as quickly? You know, and maybe that's some of what Boyd Duckett is referencing when he talked about MLF and the right partnership came along. They had bigger plans to do that stuff on their own the way that KBF you know, and, 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 and our communities wanted to do, 
um, you know, is there an opportunity for the community to kind of now rally if, if this doesn't pan out, is there an opportunity for this community to rally around a pro series trail or around, you know, getting, you know, all of these different entities working together as a community, let's be honest, you know, whether or not Hobie and KBF or Hobie and native or native and KBF, whether, I mean, we're the same, there's the same 800 guys fishing all across the country in these tournaments, right? It's true. So is there an opportunity that if this doesn't work for, for those 800 guys to kind of rally around each other and make, and make one of these companies pay attention? I mean, is that, is that feasible, Corey? Yeah, I just think it's going to take a lot more time. You know, it's getting there. Uh, Chad's done a phenomenal job. Everybody really in the kayak bass fishing community has done a, a great job at, you know, promoting us and, and doing things like that. Um, could we do better at times? Certainly. Um, but I think we, I think we do need their, their platform to, uh, you know, help speed this up. Can, can, can we do it without them? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, it's just going to take more time. That's the only thing. Um, you know, if we want a faster, a faster return, um, we, we have to use them. Um, if we want to do it on our own, it's going to take many more years. I, I feel like. Clint, what do you, I mean, weigh in on this, Clint. I mean, what do you, what do you think's the best, what do you think's the best route? Maybe not the fastest. What do you think helps us bigger picture? Uh, kayak Bassmaster Classic. I mean, that's my goal. Kayak Bassmaster Classic. Here's one right here. So you talk about somebody weighing in the conversation. Uh, you know, here's a champion in and of, uh, in and of his, of his own namesake, Ron Champion talking about the kayak industry needs media coverage national media coverage to show our events um you know i i've referenced it from the get-go of my time in the community uh we've got the guys i mean you know you guys look at you two you look at court you know you look at, at at jody queen you look at matt ball you know you know you look at russell johnson we've got the personalities we've got the talent we're, we're getting better at the storytelling um, but, but we have what it takes to kind of go to that next level. So, you know, it, it's real interesting. I want to talk a little bit. We're going to shift gears a little bit. You guys continue weighing in and dropping comments and conversation. Hey, I want to talk a little bit about tournament anglers mentality and mental, mental fortitude and that mental drive. So Corey, I'll start with you, big man. Uh, the, with what FLW is doing this year, they've talked about changing the format over and they're now have announced that FLW is going to do a six day tournament. The first three days are going to be traditional five big bass. The last three days are going to be MLF style with the, with the final day only being the top 10. Um, they haven't taken away. They're not adding time. They've taken away one practice day. So you get six full days of fishing for if you're in that top 10. But this season, both of you guys fished in the first three-day tournament at the national championship down at, down at uh, Shreveport, uh, Bossier City. Louisiana. That was the first real big three-day tournament that we've seen in kayaks. How much more mentally challenging was that over a two-day? And do you think that fatigue and wear and tear mentally, as well as physically, starts being shown in these competitors? Yeah, I mean, going from a two-day to a three-day tournament is is a lot. You know, we uh, as kayak anglers, boat anglers, whatever you want to look at it, if they don't have off limits, um, we don't. Um, you know, we typically, I typically spend a week pre-fishing as well before the event. So to add on another day is just a lot more fatigue physically. 
Um, you know, it's, it's early mornings, long nights. Um, and then mentally, you know, your game changes. You, you no longer have to have fish for two days. You have to have them for three days. So your my entire plan changed. You know, I had to have, you know, an A, B and C, um, that was a solid backup to make sure that I had fish that could, could take me to the next day. Um, you know, as far as the guys with, uh, with FLW, the pro, the pro tour now, um, you know, that's a big change for these guys. Um, you know, mentally and physically, I don't, I don't know how they're going to do it. Um, you know, that's, it's definitely going to separate the, the men from the, the boys, um, you know, to go out and catch your, uh, you know, 15, um, you know, big fish and then, you know, have to find a school or, or something of those dinks to uh, carry you over to the, the last day of the tournament, hopefully win is, is going to be a lot on them. So um, mentally it's, it's going to be tough. Clint, you fished some big tournaments, man. I mean, you, you know, you've made yourself, you made a name for yourself, obviously in one of the biggest tournaments, you know, uh, kayak fishing has ever seen with the FLW cup this year um, over in Arkansas. But uh, I mean, what, I mean, they're not changing the days, but the amount of tournament days, the, de- the amount of days on the water that matter, I mean, how much of that is what's going to be more challenging? Is that a more mental aspect or is that a more physical aspect, Clint? Uh, kind of like, you know, along the lines, Corey was saying, that, you know, finding fish to last that long, uh, that's way different preparation. And uh, preparation is just totally different getting ready for something like that. Um, as far as the actual physical, I mean, you got motors and pedals now. It's uh, it's it's not that bad. I mean, it's still taxing, but it's doable. Um, but to circle back on that last thing we're talking about, uh, finish what Ron was saying about media coverage. I mean, we have the talent in the kayak world. There's no doubt, and kayak fishing is has to be much more I'm, I'm i'm not a great fan <laughs> so like all the mls stuff i haven't watched any of it i'm sorry yeah excuse me but i'll probably go back and watch them this off season but like i said i like the Bassmaster elite stuff i'm watching old stuff right now we don't have tv at the house our internet's terrible <laughs> yeah, but but like but like you said you're you know you i've fished around you and your boys y'all are very much go big or go home competitors and you'll and you know you're i've seen your boys pull monsters out of out of every body of water that they've ever been on um or so it seems like so you know how much of that that stage presence that they have at the classic how much do you feel like that's being missed at the mlf level those guys have all done it for years i i don't know we had to get them on there and ask them but (laughs) (laughs) It'd have to be um, – We're going to do just that. Yeah, it, but, it, I mean, it, ha- it would have to be more enjoyable for me to sit at home and watch a kayak tournament where guys are getting splashed with water, fighting a fish sitting next to the water, rather than seeing guys launch a fish up in the 21-foot bass boat. That, that has to be more exciting. I know it is because I've got footage of myself. <laughs> I mean, Corey, I mean, you, you literally – I mean, you're in your nitro some days and you're in your wildy other days. I, I mean – I. I what, what what is it about that plastic boat, Corey, that keeps drawing you back? It's you're, you're front and center. You're right there with the fish. You know, like Clint said, you're getting splashed in the face. It's just it's a different feel. You know, honestly, I and I mean, I can catch fish. You know, 
in most places that I go. But to be honest, That's um, yeah, uh, to be honest, though, out of a kayak, you you're forced to break down water. It's made me a better fisherman. I get in the boat, I crank up the big motor, I'm running all over the lake. I don't catch as many fish most of the time. Um, you know, in the past few uh, few tournaments, big tournaments, I brought my boat to it, and I don't know if it's messed me up or not. Um, I didn't do as well. I didn't catch a check. So, you know, I was talking to one of my buddies here from North Carolina. He's like, next time leave your boat at home and just go do your thing out of the kayak. That's that's um, an interesting topic right there. You know, you talk about, like you said, you know, and I, I fished with you a little bit in the in the big boat up on Chick. Um, I wasn't a chick. That's where we were at last time together. Right. Yeah. Chick. And, uh, you know, and again, like you said, you know, we were bouncing back and forth and we'd go and fish a place for half an hour. And if we wasn't getting nothing, we would, you know, you know, run 60, you know, 20 miles, 60 miles an hour, you know, up river over here, over there. So, you know, I, I, you know, that's interesting. I, I, I want to have some more conversation that in a few months and see, you know, how that played for you mentally. For sure. Yeah. I, I, I thought it would be a, uh, you know, what it did for me was uh, eliminated a lot of water, um, which was a good thing. But I didn't break down the areas that I typically do in a kayak because I'm not able to, you know, running a Torquedo, I can I can travel a lot of a lot of water. Um, but it's it's different from running 60 miles an hour, or 70 miles an hour up the river um, well, and going hitting spot to spot. So, so guess, typing back in a little bit, uh, Jackson's yeah. uh, Jackson Kayak's own very uh, very own Drew Gregory com- commented in here. He says, "The longer the tournaments, the more the cream will always rise to the top." He goes, "The same with the larger virtual stringer. That's from three to five, and even to the MLF uh, Unlimited. You know, they kind of you know free dink fest, so to speak, that we've talked about. The more you know, the more the true anglers will emerge. Um, you know, he's talking any reference. You know, Edwin Evers." Um, you know, and, and I think that we've seen that, you know, if you look at, at this year's KBF national championship, I mean, take a look at that top 10 and I can't spout them all off the top, top of my head, but I mean, all of those guys were dudes who fish regularly, who guys have been in and done these different things. Um, you know, there, there, there wasn't, you, you have a lot less chance to have a good day. You can, you know, just about anybody, I have an opportunity to go beat Corey in a one day, I just get lucky and find on the right fish. I got no chance of, of beating Clint, you know, in, in a two or three day tournament. They just, it doesn't happen. So how much of that is true that, that, you know, that we're going to see more of this cream rise to the top. Yeah, I think it's a hundred percent true in multi-day events. I mean, it just, it takes that more, that much more preparation and that much, that many more adjustments. And, you know, you gotta be, you know, you got to be on your game to, to stay on fish for multiple days. I got you. I got you. All right. So then I, I want to know then for both of you guys, y'all have been in kayaks for a long time now. I've made a career out of this space. Um, what, what evolving that MLF format, let's say that K, that KBF and FLW, which is now MLF, let's say they get this right this year and we put together a van and we do our thing and then we show out and then comes into next season. Right. So now we're just talking in the side and y'all stay with me on this magical carpet ride. Right. So now we're talking about the, you know, the KBF, MLF, FLW, whatever that partnership is in 2021. And they want to bring MLF rules into this ML, you know, every fish is a measured fish over X number of inches. How does that, does that change the sport? I mean, what are your guys thoughts on something like that? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's going to change the sport. If we go into every fish counts, I mean, 
the first thing that I'm going to do is go look for school and fish. Um, honestly, you know, I still want to get those, those big fish, um, you know, for weight, but numbers, numbers is going to be that weight. I got to order some Ned heads. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I, I tell you what, a shameless plug, you definitely could order them from Fish USA. You know, that would be that would be an easy <laughs> opportunity there. But no. So Nathan Wood comments. Let me throw in up. Mike McKentry's on here. What's up, guys? If you guys are just tuning in, uh, welcome to the weigh-in uh, presented by Fish USA. I'm your host, Scott Butcher. You guys drop in any kind of conversations. Let us know where you guys are tuning in from. Uh, Nathan, I'm throwing his comment up here on the screen. He looks like he's a Tennessee fan. It's Bama week, bro. Sorry, man. I shouldn't have put you up here. Roll Tide. Anyway. Uh, he says, I believe the kayak tourney trails are on the right track. I just don't think we need to compare ourselves to the pro tourneys. The average pro angler in the bass tourney trails is spending 60 K a year trying to make it. Um, uh, that's, you know, the first Bassmaster class. I mean, let's be honest, other than expenditures, I mean, our checks aren't the same, but I mean, we're buying the same rods, the same reels, the same graphs. You know, we're spending almost the same gas. You know, obviously we don't have gas in the boats, but I mean, our expenditures and what the kayak community is doing in the sport isn't much different, right? I mean, somebody correct me if I'm wrong there. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that's different really is going to be your entry fees as far as, you know, pro level bass boat guys. You know, you're talking five, six thousand, seven thousand dollars per event. Um, but everything else is about the same. But they're not doing that in MLF, right? MLFs are not doing entities, you know, and that's one of the things that I've heard. I've actually physically have had conversations with a couple of MLF pros that literally, I mean, verbatim said that, look, I I got to take my my sponsorship check this year and hand it to my wife because that was a check that was being used to, to pay for tournament entries. They're not having to do that this year. So uh, if that rolls into to our space, into our sport, uh, you know what I mean, to where that's going now, what they're doing with FLW, I believe I've heard the rumor. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but they were talking, I think, uh, 40000 or something like that was going to be entries for FLW. So there's still, you know, there's still a lot of information out there and a lot of things have left to come out. Uh, Clay Henderson drop, she says drop shotting will be a must. <laughs> that's my favorite way to not catch fish. Yeah, if we're going to if we're going into into every fish counts, Clint, you're gonna have to do some drop shotting, right? I'm right there with you, Clint. I hate that, man. <laughs> it's like a cinco, though, right? Like it's one of those things that's minimal. No. But <laughs> no, I can throw a cinco all day long. You you put a drop shot in my hand, I, I'm done. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'll leave, I'll, I'll leave that to Matt Ball. <laughs> <laughs> hey hey it's it, matt's cost a lot of checks off of that drop no doubt i told yep. the man i said you need to teach me so yeah well jim Ware, as we all know uh co- you know comments down here says clint will have three spinning rods a drop shot a net and a wacky pole <laughs> lol i think oh. that's i think that's clint's three worst ways to fish <laughs> yeah you won't see me struggle take me somewhere that takes that to catch him <laughs> so now I'm gonna I'm gonna reference one last little topic here before we kind of wind this start winding this thing down, guys. Um, in the in the Bass Talk Live that I referenced earlier, and again, you guys check out if you guys are listening to this podcast or watching this live feed, uh, uh, BassZone.com does a phenomenal job with their BTL Bass Talk Live 
Um, and they had Boyd Duckett on this past week talking about the same stuff. And so in one of the conversations that they had this week, um, they referenced talking about um, the, the, not only the formats and the payouts and doing those things, but reference talking about the conversation, the con con conservation is the word I'm looking for the conservation of these fish. And we touched on it briefly, but I want to circle back to that. Now um, they've talked, he mentioned technology playing a major factor, right. In the, in the, in the sport and what they're doing, we're seeing some different technology coming in what we're, what we're doing. But if he's saying they have the technology to, to catch live weights with everyone without having a marshal, that's an opportunity in the kayak space, right? If it's, a, if it's financially feasible, that's an opportunity in the kayak space for weight to be how, we, how we're stacked against each other rather than length. I'd love your thoughts, both of you guys. Clint, you start. I mean, what, what do you if, – if, if that's something that's feasible, is that something that, that you think the community would be open to? I called this a few years ago. When I first started kayak fishing, I told my fast boat partner at the time, I was like, you're going to do this one day. What are you talking about? Like measuring fish on a board and putting them right back where you caught them at. No, no way. They'll never do away with a live way in. Won't happen. They'll lose the crowd. But uh, I think they're going to end up copying this because I, I was reading some earlier online talking about trying to do grassroots tournaments like this style, MLF style, way the fish, putting it back. And it would open up a lot more doors to make it way easier to cheat, you know, but waiting a fish. And you can't really, well, yeah, you can cut their tail off. But outside of that, you know, what we what we do as far as measuring fish on CPR works very, very well. I've got a lot of, you know, I think when people cheat, they get caught, and it works. I like it. I think you might see some hog troughs and some bass boats in a few years. I don't know. Corey, do you think that it's going to go that, you know, similar to that type of way to where we start seeing everyone doing length overweight? Or do you think there's an opportunity where we adapt and we change and technology comes out to where we're now running off of weight rather than length? And I reference we as in the kayak community. Yeah, I mean, I think it could go both ways, honestly. Um, you know, if it's feasible um, dollars wise, uh, you know, I can see uh, kayak shifting that way um, versus boaters i mean we're just a drop in the bucket right now as far as uh on the tournament side of things and, and bass fishing you know you got to look at how many boaters there are out there and getting those guys to adapt to a, a different way is going to be a lot harder than getting us to adapt over the other way um you know so it's it's kind of hard to say um you know there definitely be some some pushback on it i'd like to i'd like to try it um but there again you know you you, you roll into possible ways to cheat you know, it's, it's harder, I think, um, you know, measuring on a board versus weighing, but I, I don't know what they're going to, what kind of technology they'd use for, for weighing. It's really hard to say. I got you. Well, like I said, Boyd referenced that they, you know, that they definitely have the technology by all means, if anybody has the funds to be developing that stuff, it's Boyd Duckett. Um, you yeah, know, I'd, I'd like to see it first before, you know, really commenting on that. Yeah. A 20 and you know, a 20 in February is a 20 in August. Yeah. <laughs> he's not wrong, ladies and gentlemen. That's why he's the champ. He's not wrong. <laughs> um, so, uh, well, guys, I, I mean, you guys have absolutely crushed the show tonight, done a phenomenal job 
uh, Clint, man, I, I'd love, I'd love to kind of, you know, open the door for you, man, kind of roll out the red carpet. I mean, anything that we miss, anything that you want to hit up on, I mean, anything like that before we kind of do some, some outros thoughts on any kind of topic, bro. It ain't gotta be FLW and MLF, anything that you want to kind of, you know, share with the class, bro. <laughs> uh, let's share this little thing right here. There you go. Pictures of me and kayak fishing. Absolutely. The group on Facebook, check it out. And, uh, Look for some uh, chapters to be opening up in your state, hopefully, next year. Well, Clint, tell us a little bit about that, man. What is that? Uh, it's a start out as start out as just a face, Facebook group. I started sharing some kind of daily devotional stuff on there, and uh, got a few people now that share daily on it, and um, just try to put some positivity out there into some other people's lives. Uh, to just three years ago, we started doing some live tournaments, uh, fishers of men, kayak fishing. At, they're all out at Rocky Monday evenings during the summer when the kids are out of school and I can do it. And uh, so we're going to branch out and do a little more this next year with it. I got you. Outstanding, man. What is the phenomenal organization? Uh, I've been following it a long time now. Uh, uh, Corey, man, first things first, introduce us to this beautiful princess you got pulling over there with you. This is my beautiful, this is my beautiful little girl Tate. So she's getting ready to go to bed. What's going on, everybody? Hello. 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 Tate, you got on unicorn pajamas? Say yes, sir. Unicorn pajamas, man! I bet Dad's got a matching set of those, huh? Oh, definitely. Sabrina, (laughs) if you're watching, Sabrina, we're gonna need some photos of Corey in the pajamas. You can send them to my inbox. Oh, look at the big yeah. man in the back dropping in yeah. there. And then here's 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 my big man. Don't be shy. So What's this up, is buddy? Levi. So this is the champ. This this guy won his uh, very first tournament the other day. Um, first time ever fishing a, a bass tournament, and uh, went out and uh, competed up to fourteen uh, year olds. He's he's seven, and uh, took home the win. So he's pretty pretty excited. Won a trophy and uh, got a. $50 gift card to Bass Pro, so he's pretty, pretty jacked up. Well, yeah. oh, oh, Clint's got his own set of Henderson hammers, uh, you know, his, with his own boys, uh, you know, that, that, that compete with him. And you said up to 14. Clint, your oldest is 14 now, right? He is. Look at him. There you go. Look at. I mean, that's. I mean, let's be honest. That's not a boy. That's a man. And y'all put y'all put that y'all put that y'all put a rod in that boy's hand, and you'll see what kind of man he is. That's What's right. going on, fellas? How are y'all tonight? Good. Y'all are such wonderful, talkative kids. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got. Are you guys good? Doing good in school? Tell the truth. Yes, sir. All right. Good deal. Good deal. Uh, I got a. I got a net for one of you guys that I owe y'all from 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 dominating this summer in the in the in the in the in the uh, the the Young Gun Series Challenge. I've got a net in my corner with your name on it. I just haven't been able to roam to get it to you, but we'll make that happen. So, um, Corey, man, any kind of follow thoughts, any type of topic that you want to, you know, you want to kind of address real quick before we kind of wind this thing down? No rush on nothing. Anything that we left off or, you know, you got some thoughts on something you want to weigh in on? No, I, uh, I think we covered everything for the most part. Um, you know, I just want to tell everybody, you know, keep a, keep an open mind right now of what's going on in the fishing industry and, uh, you know, KBF and, and kayak tournament fishing in general. So, you know, there's a lot of talks and a lot of rumors out there. Um, you know, we all talk together. Um, 
but there's a lot of opportunities. You know, you've got the Hobie Bass Open Series. There's a there's a, a solid rumor, and and I've seen I've seen some uh, literature from Bassmasters that they've got a new uh, series coming out, uh, starting at the Bassmaster Classic. Four events next year, supposedly, and then a, a championship. Four? In, four, and then there's a championship in in 2021. We've um, heard we've heard six. We had conversation about yeah. it this morning. As a matter of fact, we've heard six yeah. now. So, so I had some I had some paperwork from Paddle Sports Retailer from uh, the sales rep, and it, it stated four. The guy, to be honest, really didn't know all the details yet. Um, things out there, um, you know. But I'd like to say, you know, just keep an open mind of, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of changes and things like that. But I'm just kind of roll with the punches. I know KBF's doing what they can to, um, you know, continue to do what they're doing, um, and just a lot of opportunities, but. You know, a lot of negative rumors out there, and you know, I try to try to not get wrapped up in it, but I, I get dragged into it sometimes. Well, I, I yeah, in any, in, you know, and we always talk, you know, and even on this show, we always talk about you know the community and this, that, whatever. And there's always going to be a bad spot on an apple here, there, whatever. That's perfectly fine. I, you know, I don't necessarily even think that those spots are bad. I think there's just a different point of view from some of those crowds and some of those folks, and I'm perfectly good with that. Like I'm fine with having differences of opinions and doing some things differently. Um, but ultimately when it comes down to it is, is, is we gotta, we gotta get over this hump and it's going to be best to get over this hump together rather than kind of picking each other apart. And this trail, this trail, this tournament, this tournament, you know, if you have the ability to show up and support, show up and support, you know, whether it's something you completely agree with or not, um, you know, I, you know, that's for each individual person to kind of, you know, to kind of tie into, um, but I know for me and those around me, I, you know, I, I want to do my best to support anybody and everybody in these little bitty plastic boats as best we can. So, um, you know, with that, we'll continue doing that, you know, whether it's this show, that show, whatever, um, you know, and, and do those different things. So, um, uh, with, with that guys, I thank you guys so much for turning for, 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 for the, for tuning in tonight and being a part of the, of, of the weigh in, uh, you're, you're as of right now, you're one and only FLW KBF champion, Mr. Clint Henderson, um uh, uh thank you so much bro for coming on i'll give you a few seconds man before you say goodbye if you want to give a shout out to any kind of sponsors or thanks to anybody man now's your opportunity yeah uh net bait omega custom tackle um bend the branches and to make sure i heard Corey right he said there will be a bassmaster classic birth for a kayak fisherman in 2021 no, no, no. There's going to be a, a championship. <laughs> oh, I, I wish. You never know, though. I don't know the details, like I said. So that'd be awesome. You know, it wasn't that long, you know, and they still do it now with, you know, at the college level, you know, that, yeah. you know, that you have an opportunity to win your way in. That's an interesting topic, Clint. You know, if you took a guy like Corey who lives his, his, his fishing world in both platforms, I, I've always said it. If you put the same restrictions on one of these dudes in this big boat, if you put them in and they get they get a thirteen, a twelve or thirteen mile radius of wherever it is that they launch from on open body of water, I, I would take ten of our guys against ten of their guys every day of the week. Absolutely. Okay. And and that I mean, so you know, I don't know if we'll ever see that or not. Uh, you know, Jordan Lee and what they did with the native tournament this past weekend was phenomenal. Jordan came out and I think Jordan ended up ninth or 10th, something like that. Somebody can correct me in the comment section if, if I'm wrong. Um, you know, but I mean, you know, and, and there's in that younger generation, I don't pride's probably the wrong term, 
but but they you know jordan has jordan's a just a straight up good dude we interviewed him last uh two weeks ago on the westbrook wind uh on the westbrook wednesday show and i mean jordan's just a, as real as it gets a real good down-to-earth dude um and but you know i don't know that we're gonna see that opportunity but i would damn sure love to see 10 of our guys versus 10 of their guys and i'll even let them be in their boats but they get a 13 mile radius a 12 mile radius right from wherever they launch somebody i mean somebody i i mean let me know if i'm wrong here tune in comment down below but i i mean even if you took the kvds you know the daryl swindles the b lats I, I, I'll take, I'll, I'll take Clint Henderson. I'll take Matt ball. I'll take Matthew Scotch. I'll take Christina. I'll take Siddiqui, Cody Milton. I mean, Jesus, I mean, come on. Like I, I, I'd stack our 10 against their 10 under the same rules any day of the week. Sure, you know, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if we ever see it, but I, I, I would definitely love to see it. So we'll see. Be nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, uh, well, Corey, man, I'll roll out the red carpet for you. Anybody you want to thank, give a shout out to anybody you need to. Now's your opportunity, my brother. Absolutely. Uh, 13 fish me for a long time, uh, Torquedo, uh, you know, without having my Torquedo, um, you know, I wouldn't be where I'm, where I'm at, to be honest, get to cover a lot of water. Um, Picasso lures, Calcos fishing, um, uh, yak attack, trying to think of who else, wilderness systems, uh, I've got I've got a list of people to thank, and but most importantly, you know my family. Um, you know I tend to to leave them out first, and it's it's not on purpose, but got to thank my wife for sure, and uh, the kiddos. I'm gone a lot for work and and things like that, so they're my number one supporters. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. Well, shout out both of you guys are phenomenal. Uh, I, I'm not gonna lie, I would definitely will be looking for your names that won't be on the on the on the the uh the nrs tourney x uh, uh leaderboard this weekend um up in lacrosse uh that kbf trail series championship is going down this weekend in lacrosse wisconsin so many of the guys that are coming and watching and tuning in already tonight are up there already doing some pre-fishing uh that's gonna be i mean that's a that's that's a tournament of you know that that's 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 the trail series championship you you know you had to you had to earn your way into a spot there and a pro, uh pro trail tournament as well yeah so it, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be good. I'm excited to see how the you know how the how the water shows out and to see what those guys do. So um, you know we'll be back next week for the weigh in. I do want to give a quick shout out. Um, this past weekend, uh, all of the ladies or so many of the ladies in the sport, Miss Mel, Christine, Amanda, Brannon, so many of these ladies. I want to say they took sixty or so ladies. Um, I don't even know where my mind just went blank. My apologies. But they did a weekend getaway. They talked about it all across social media and just brought in a whole bunch of females into this community and into the sport. Did some fishing, hosted some seminars, did some different classes. If you guys have not been following that, y'all have got to go check that out and catch up on that. Um, I believe it to be the first of many events that those ladies have put together. And to be honest with you guys, I don't know that we didn't make it just for guys, but the way that those ladies have rallied, a, rallied around the community and around each other to do that, I that we could take a we could all take a lesson, gentlemen, from the ladies in our community. Uh, they stepped up and they made something uh, something amazing happen. And uh, so, if you guys haven't been tuned into that, um, you need to go to do that. I'll drop links into this down here below once I hang up, so that, because I don't remember where all that is. Uh, yeah, uh, Mel's comment and all that stuff. Mel, if you'll drop some links to the websites and stuff like that, 
uh i like i said i just they 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 didn't wait for something to be done they stepped in and 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 took control um uh and uh you know definitely something that was inspiring and fun to watch all weekend long to see how those ladies did it um once again guys clint henderson uh the flw kbf uh one and only champion right now and mr core dryer who's no uh no slouch himself and always on a leaderboard always running around the 10 always running around the top sets of, of, of uh of competitors and champions all around here uh what's uh, real quick what's clint i'll start with you what's next for you this season are you doing anything else this year this year are you kind of you kind of gonna kind of take i mean what do you what do you got left i'm looking at guntersville i got you that kbf national championship seventy five thousand dollars i got you i got you that rolls us into a little bit of next season Corey. what do you got next on your plate next will be uh january down in florida uh for the invitational and then after that focusing on uh gunnersville um i'm also uh actually looking at fishing the bfl and possibly some of the opens or costa series depending on uh, how everything shakes out with this with the changes so um i might do some boat stuff this year uh entry fees went down payouts went up so you know jay wallen and i have uh talked a little bit online we haven't talked on the phone yet but uh we're looking at possibly doing the the cherokee lake uh, uh bassmaster open um in the eastern thing so he wants to be a boater as, as well as myself so <laughs> time to step up to the plate and see how we uh stack up against these guys so you guys we heard it here play. first on the way in mr Corey dryer and uh uh yeah that's i bro <laughs> yeah. i i will be a fan i will be there uh that dude i i would love nothing more than to see you two guys uh you know to to jump up there which one of you guys out of you two who takes the front of the boat? How does that work out? Are y'all playing paper rock scissors? Well, the, no. So you, uh, in that deal, we'd both be boaters, um, and then um, you know you get paired with a co-angler. So if we could, uh, if we could pre-fish together, that'd be phenomenal. I don't know if that would work out well, but um, you know I'm always I'm always game for that, and I share info with everybody. But uh, that'd be pretty great. You know, Jay's an awesome guy, um, and we fish similar. We you know we found that out at a few tournaments. Um, so I, like I said, I haven't talked to him yet, but it's, it's definitely something that's on my radar. Um, so yeah, looking at doing some boat stuff next year is I'm just busy with work and family. So if everything works out, that's where I'll be and, uh, plan to fish the, the pro series with KBF. So outstanding, man. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on Clint, man. Big love to you and the family. I'll see you uh, hopefully relatively soon over the next couple of weeks. Cause we only live an hour and a half from each other. Corey, we need to get on the schedules, bro, and, and, and kind of set this thing up. But uh, yes, thank sir. you guys so much for, for coming on the way in tonight and talking with us a little bit about tonight. Thank you all so much. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it, guys. See you, all right. Bye. Um, and with that, guys, that kind of that's going to be the end of the weigh-in show tonight. I want to thank all you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for following along on the podcast. I will let you guys know that uh, if they haven't already started it already, I know that the guys from Paddle and Finn are, are getting ready to kick off the show um up uh, up in lacrosse they've got a lot of the big names that are fishing that kbf trail series championship this weekend so if you guys are still up and awake and you got some pumped up and you want to keep seeing what's going on in this community head on over to paddle and finn now i think they're getting ready to kick off their episode of their podcast and their live feed with a lot of these big names i think they're in a house with uh with a lot of these big sticks that are up in lacrosse right uh right now so uh so y'all go over there and check out and and tune in there 
Um, as always, uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you guys for doing in the podcast. If you missed any of this, you can go back and rewatch this on Facebook or at kayakbassfishing.com forward slash the way in. You can also download the podcast on every major podcast application that's out there. Uh, special thanks to Clint, the Henderson and uh, Corey Dreyer, my guest tonight for talking a little bit with us and giving us some insight, weighing in on these topics that are going in and around the community. Uh, you guys are always welcome to weigh in, whether it's in my inbox or in the show. We're here every single Tuesday night at 830 Eastern time. And uh, as always, I'm Scott Butcher. This is the weigh in presented by Fish USA, and I'm uh, here to tackle the dreams. We'll catch up with you guys later. See ya. Anybody know how to turn this thing off? It's a button somewhere. Right. Ooh.